to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. What is it? It's nothing. What is it, Kate? I want the truth. Just this once. It belonged to the man I loved. The truth. It belonged to the man I loved. Stop lying to me. Tell me the truth. It belonged to the man I killed. We have a confession. We've never watched Lost. Now, we're tired of hearing about it, so we're finally watching the hit TV show for the first time. Come along with us to the island. And please stay close by because we're we're so so lost. We need the axe. We're also rewatching the classic <laughs> ABC TV series Lost. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne Marie Simone. And we're back for another rousing episode rousing, of We're So Lost. We're So Lost. We're a little less lost than we were 12 episodes ago. We are, I'm going to say we're significantly less lost, but I'm sure we just don't know how lost we are. But you know what? We're always lost without our chat room. Luckily, we have a couple of uh, regulars here in the chat room. Woo-hoo. We have uh, Michael Lucero and Angel T over Hi. at live.universebox.com. Thanks for joining us. I Day th- late dollar short <laughs> yeah uh yeah, normally we have been reco- recording this on thursday uh we're recording this friday uh 8 30 p.m est yes uh if you do want to be kept abreast of when we do record this mm-hmm. i would recommend following the twitter at we're so lost we're so yeah at we're so lost.com or at, no, we're, so at lost. we're so lost on the twitters i uh, at we're so lost.twitter.com no slash facebook <laughs> <laughs> but, we're not. Uh, but you know what it, it, the 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 conceit of the show is that we haven't watched lost and we're we're kind of stumbling through it as if we were first time viewers because we, we are, are uh just a few years late uh but we do have some spoiler policies in place because of that amory why don't you tell people about them okay listen we like spoilers on the reg mm-hmm. on this show don't tell us if we hit on something that you're like oh next episode they're gonna freak out don't tell us that much don't be like yeah. you know you're so right or you're so wrong no just be like there is a payout coming or something very vague yeah you can be don't very t- general about the spoilers right. like oh oh my goodness uh Locke grows hair in episode 14 you won't believe the uh the buffon <laughs> he has yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But you can be like, hey, uh, there's going to be a change coming to Locke's head. <laughs> Locke is going through the change. Yes. <laughs> through the hair change. Through the hair change. Um, yeah, just, you know, don't give us the specifics. You can give us a general things are coming. Yeah, because that'll affect the theorizing right? and stuff that we're doing. It's also why we're only watching it one episode at a time. And mm-hmm. I am a chronic binge watcher. So you're like chomping at the bit I'm all the time dying. to watch the next episode. I'm dying. But you can't because I then can't. we wouldn't be so lost. No, I'd be like, ooh, I know what's happening. But you know what I'm chomp- chomping at the bit for? This rhyme? Yeah, yeah. to get started talking I, about I, this I, week's I, episode, I, season one, episode 12. Amory, why don't you start us off with the rhyming episode summary, please? How many corpses can Kate steal things from? Her biggest mistake is thinking Jack's dumb. She finds her effects while out for a swim. If the plane's so important, why didn't she leave it? with him a key from a wallet will soon set it free sawyer and jack suss it out whatever the case may be whatever the case may be yeah whatever the whatever case, the may, case be. may be emory what'd you think meh 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 you know i really went into the show thinking i was gonna love kate mm-hmm and really, can she fall off the island? <laughs> Please, quickly. Please, Kate, jump. Jump from higher uh, levels. <laughs> so what did you think of it? 
I I liked it okay. I mean, it, it was <laughs> that, that was uh, encouraging. It was nice to get a little bit more of Kate's backstory mm-hmm. and stuff, but it, at the same time, it you, it felt a little gratuitous up top too. Like uh, it, it was like okay, we need we need to get some skin in here. Uh, just to yeah, that was not you know hold our position at eight p.m. on ABC or something. It, it it was weird. It was weird, and I couldn't watch it at work, which I normally do. I couldn't do my rewatch at work because Kate was in her. <laughs> Her underwear. munchables. She was in her underwear. Yeah, yeah, her undies. I thought it was really weird, and this is going to sound so stupid, like, that Sawyer takes his shirt off but leaves his jeans on. Yeah. And Kate left her shirt on but took her pants off. Why is Kate the only one who took her pants off? I actually had that in my notes. I, it just didn't make any sense. I'm yeah. like, who wants to walk around in wet jeans later anyway? Especially with how uh, sexual Sawyer is, you'd think he would just, like... Yeah. Basically. Down to the buff immediately. Right. Well, but again, 8 o'clock on ABC, you couldn't really get down true. to the buff. Very true. Well, they can, you know, tastefully shoot it and whatnot. Right. Okay. But, you know, why don't we go ahead? We're, we're enough, enough pantsing around about pants. Pants. Let's talk about the pants episode. Pants off, dance off. Okay. The first thing I wanted to discuss was uh, the man Kate killed uh, that she confesses to at the end of this episode. Yes. Now, as is the, you know, because the entire question was what's in the case, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it were, through the entire episode. But as is the norm with this show, when we get an answer uh, to what's in the case, we get it more ends questions. up, yeah, it ends up posing a lot more questions. So uh, just a list of some questions that it brought up to me. Mm-hmm. You know, why is the plane so significant to her? Mm-hmm. Who was the man she killed? Did she love him, or was that a deflection thing? Uh, why risk so much just to get this little toy plane trinket Thank back? Thank you. Uh, and why is it? So, why is the plane so important that it was kept in a safety deposit box? Uh, yeah. And you know, I I, I just uh, I, I keep wondering about it. And of course, you can't you can't put away the comparison that you know this little plane is so important to her, and you know a plane crashing is so important to the plot of the show. I I wonder. I, I couldn't see because it was so small, but and the writing was so small. But was it an oceanic airliner? I, I couldn't tell. Uh, but yeah. So I wonder if there's some sort of connection there that will be revealed um Later. going forward I, michael lucero in the chat room Oop. says uh we're not he's we're not alone uh this is his least favorite episode in season one mm-hmm. and yeah. angel said she thought it was interesting that of all things it was a plane <laughs> the plane the plane the plane uh but yeah so a lot of questions about kate ones mm-hmm. i'm sure we'll probably get the answer to eventually season seven i but uh, one thing i thought was interesting in the flashback with her and it, ha- it has a bit to do with you know her killing a man and whatnot mm-hmm. is when she's very insistent that no one gets hurt and then she shoots three people well yeah yeah but it, <laughs> you, you know i'm wondering if it, uh, they were bad guys though so i i'm wondering if this is some sort of indication that kate does have a moral center mm-hmm. i you know or she She's simply hoping to keep the punishment low if she gets caught, you know, being part of this bank heist. I don't think she ever planned on getting caught. She probably didn't. But I mean, that would be a good way to kind of like mitigate risk a little bit, you Mm -hmm. you know, to be like, okay, don't hurt anybody. Because then not only do we have the bank robbery, but we have, you know, assault. And I've already killed a man. Uh, potentially uh but uh her, her, her breakdown uh crying there at the end with jack after revealing that she killed the man uh mm-hmm. it makes it seem like she regrets it but it could just be another ruse to get sympathy from jack which there we have it i'm thinking it's pretty likely but i have some more about that in a little bit do you yeah it, it, just a little bit <sighs> more about jack than kate but involving kate okay 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 so uh Ugh. what are, what are you thinking why did she just lie mm-hmm 
Like, why didn't she just say something else about what's mm-hmm. in the case? Like, uh, you know, even Sawyer. What's in the case? What's in the case? Like, I don't know. Like, Sawyer said, just tell me what's in there and I'll mm-hmm. give it to you. And, you know, I kind of believed him. Yeah. Because he couldn't open it. He was trying like hell. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, okay. And, like, why didn't she just go, you know, some of my, per- like, when she says that it wasn't hers after saying that it was hers, like, kind of, I mean, it had her stuff in it. I wonder why she – because he was willing to let her take it if she just admitted it was hers or whatnot. Yes, and she because let him she take didn't it. have the yeah. key. Okay, just because she didn't have the key mm-hmm. on her, like, I'm sorry, if I'm stranded on an island and I have a key to a case that I have no idea where it is, I don't know if I'd carry it around with me. Mm-hmm. I'd, you know, put it in wherever my own little cubby is. But that also – why didn't she just tell the truth to somebody? Mm-hmm. Anybody. Like, I'm sure that she could have just told Jack that, yes, the case was the Marshalls, but it contained something that was precious to her, and he would have been less cranky with her. There was no need for the sleight of hand. Well, you know, some people might say uh, that she was telling the truth. Like, Angela in her chat room, uh, she says, I, I don't know, I think her feelings were genuine at the end with Jack. And uh, but but then again, she also Angel also says that Kate doesn't seem very much like the trusting type. Uh -uh. No, not even remotely. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just she just feels more and more fake every time she speaks. Yeah. If if there's one character on the show so far that seems like they could be. Well, besides uh, what's his name? Ethan from last week. Yeah. That seems like they could be a villain or like a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's definitely Kate. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, that's one of the things that really stuck out to me about this week's episode, too, is that Jack finally realizes this. I mean, I think he was hoping beyond hope that she was savable, salvageable, that, you know, something. Or that they had some sort of connection. But when Kate does the trick with the key, the sleight of hand, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it finally makes it sink in for Jack. She's only interested in herself. And she'll string him along to get what she wants, even make a pretty convincing play at a connection between them. But at the end of the day, uh, she'll get what she wants above anything else. That's her prime motivation is that Kate wins. Yeah. You know, in, uh, above anyone else or anything else or the group, safety, uh, mm-hmm. any emotional connection she has with Jack or Sawyer. And, you know, we see this in the ja- the bank robber flashback, too. She's stringing the main guy along and he's... He doesn't even have a real name. Yeah. But, but you know, it uh, seems like he's pretty convinced they have a real connection and everything. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, she shoots him in the leg as soon as he she doesn't need him anymore, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now that I think uh, now that I think uh, both Jack and Sawyer uh, realize how untrustworthy Kate is, mm-hmm. I think I think eventually my, my thinking is they're going to team up to bring her down or at least keep her in check a little. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> Jack is 815 percent done with Kate. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, that's Angel. A, yes. A, 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 we, we definitely agree, Angel, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. But yeah, yeah, I I. I I have some more thoughts about where Jack's going now, but I, th- I think okay. this episode definitely set him on a slightly different course than he has been in the past. You think? Yeah, I okay. definitely think okay. so. Okay, I'm going to wait. I see a giant novel from Michael. Okay, one of the things I do think is redeeming in this episode is that feeling of disappointment that Jack has in Kate, true, and the regret that she has that he found her out. Mm-hmm. Although she's very annoying in the scene, this dynamic does feel very realistic. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, I could definitely see that crying at the end being like, oh, yeah, I'm fine caught you know yeah, too for absolutely. sure like like you know a kid being caught with their hand in the cookie jar kind of thing mm. or the valentine's box or the halloween candy okay but enough about jack candy. and kate let's talk about let's talk about something let's s- talk about the c plot <laughs> i like the c plot the c the c plot was good it had it had depth somewhere beyond the c plot somewhere <laughs> 
don't speak any French. Okay, no, we're not even talking that yet. Rose and Charlie, which I had to look up Rose's name because it's been about 10 episodes. Yeah, she only had that one little scene. I know. Well, I kept calling her Ruth, but I wasn't far off. It's Rose. Okay, I love the connection that she made with him by pointing out that, listen, everybody on this island has something to be sad about. Stop being lazy. Just, just get up. What are you doing over there? Oh no, don't worry about it. Oh, okay. I won't worry about you then. So, um, yeah, I thought that was really nice that she, not nice, I guess. Um, I liked the way that she did that. She was just very blunt with him, and everybody else is very coddling of him because of everything he's been through. Which, I mean, he was hung from a tree, so there is that. Yeah, he still has the marks on his. He does still have the marks, and it's been. I mean, it feels like it had to have been a couple days, a week or so. Um. But then, like, she reassures him over and over again that he's not – nobody blames him for anything happening to Claire, which obviously he blames himself. Who wouldn't yeah. blame themselves for that? <laughs> um, and I don't know if he really believes that nobody blames him. Um, but he's a little guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he's a little bit scrappy, but he's not terribly scrappy. So it's not like – you know, Ethan was, like, tall. Yeah. Charlie is not so Potentially super-powered android robot. Potentially super-powered android robot. Yeah. Um, but I love at the end where she basically gives him back his faith when he mm-hmm. asks her to help him. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, I'm not the one who can help you. And I, I thought it was – I mean, I thought it was very nice of that connection between them uh, praying together just because he had been such a religious and moral person before mm-hmm. the band. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was very pretty. I thought it was very nice. Um, curious to see how that sticks around mm-hmm. and how, um, big and loud it gets. Yeah. Or yeah. if it gets big and loud, cause some people are big and loud with that and some people <laughs> keep it to themselves. It, well, I think, I think if nothing else, it was interesting that, uh, he was, after the thing went down with Claire, he had a very kind of first world, uh, reaction to it. Right. Which is to kind of emotionally shut down and fall into yourself and everything. Something you can't afford to do in uh, survival of the fittest island, right. Lord of the Flies kind of situation. Right. And I, I think it was interesting that the normally when you see someone do this in fiction, you know, someone like slaps them out of it and like, dude, what the heck, man? You got to get, yeah. get out of it. You got to get out of yourself because, you know, there's a smoke monster in the woods. Mm-hmm. But uh, to see someone approach it with kindness and get get him to snap out of it with kindness was kind of an interesting little twist i mm-hmm. uh, know over in in the uh, chat room uh, angel says well i do agree that rose has a good point she too had her moment of sitting on the beach all by herself yes and this just happened to charlie so it's obvious he's traumatized and mm-hmm. uh, michael goes on to say good point angel and people uh, were working on salvage and stuff just as much as they were when charlie was sitting there uh, maybe the difference was that she had hope in her husband's survival uh what when he he seemed to be more despairing. Like, Claire will never come back. Right. Just, I just have so much curiosity about that. Definitely. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if her husband is actually still out there. You know? She seems 375% positive Yeah, and it, it doesn't, from uh, outside of the world of the show perspective, it doesn't seem like the writers would keep bringing it up if it if wasn't, wasn't going to be important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what else is important? Our Patreon. Our Patreon. Uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about it, Emery? Um, We have what is called a Patreon. It's a way that you can help support um, all of our projects and podcasts and things like that mm-hmm. over at patreon.com slash universe box. You can make a monthly donation starting at 10 cents 
events. You'll get all sorts of rewards depending on how much you pledge. Um, we'll write you letters. We'll sing you a song. Heck, we'll throw a party for you. Mm-hmm. We'll do a podcast just for you. Whatever the case may be. Ha, ha. Did not do that intentionally. <laughs> funny um but it's you know it's a way to help keep us moving pay you know pay hosting upgrade equipment keep the lights on in the house keep us full of magic juice mm-hmm. there you go um so patreon.com slash universe box and we're actually for those of you watching live we're having our monthly patron hangout right after yeah the right show. after this broadcast so, so if you're around stick around and, and uh, we'll talk to you and yeah, stuff it'll be good. uh yeah we want to thank our 26 patrons who are currently giving us 137.10 a month uh, we love each and every one of you and we hope some of you join us in the hangout tonight right after the show okay uh now as usual uh, what we do here at this point is, and you know, this might be the best episode for it because we, we've always been like, what if we start this show and then we don't like Lost mm-hmm. and we're, we want to get out of it. We need someone there to bring us back. An expert, a Lost a- expert to bring us back to talk us down. And luckily, uh, Michael Lucero very kindly volunteered to do this for us. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and listen to what he has to say right now. Take it away, Michael. I'm skilled at mathematics and decryption, but this podcast is beyond anything I've ever seen. There are these notes in French accompanying some of the show notes on the website. If I could translate them, I might be able to make sense of it, but perhaps some things are best left untranslated. You can get those show notes at we're so lost.com, by the way. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, it's Michael. Hey! Uh, well, this is definitely my least favorite episode of uh, this whole season. Uh, Kate's probably my least favorite character on the show. Uh, I like her better now, uh, having seen the whole thing than I did originally, but I I still feel like she often gets stuck in the same character ruts and is uh, often unable to move past her issues. And it's the same issues with her almost every time. Her guilt over her past, which is ironic since it was her first flashback episode that bore the title Tabula Rasa, and uh, her desire to run, to escape... And I feel like this episode bears very little plot development or character development for her. Kate as a character doesn't really seem to change here. The only real revelation we have is that we killed someone uh, who she loved. (laughs) And she has a little Uh, plane. The bank. uh, And we'll definitely find out more about that, uh, the death of that loved person uh, more sooner rather than later, by the way. Uh, the bank thing, uh, that flashback just seems kind of wasted. Uh, it doesn't seem to add much to the story, to me at least. Uh, I'd be curious to see what you all think. Um, but I, I guess uh, that's an interesting revelation that she killed somebody that she loved. But it just seems like we had to get through a lot of wasted episode to get that. Uh, I feel like Kate, uh, in general, is at her least interesting when she's scheming, lying, and hiding her past from the others. Uh, and <laughs> she's at her most interesting when she actually tries to move beyond that and be a real part of this new community, which is something you'll definitely see more of later on. Well, that's good. Uh, especially with one particular character who becomes, uh, in my mind at least the major part of her redemption arc through the entire series the dog Uh, there were some interesting parts of this episode though uh the moving of the survivors camp 
due to abnormal uh, tidal patterns. For mm-hmm. one, I, I think, of course, the external reason for this is that having the plane wreckage always on the set was too complicated and expensive. So uh, moving the story away <laughs> from the wreck solves that, that problem. Uh, but I also like that it contributes to the sense that the island is not a normal place. It still has tides and weather patterns, but they're always just a little bit off. Something is always just not quite right about how they happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like the scenes with Said and Shannon. Uh, and Said is really the first person who's taken Shannon seriously and treated her as anything more than just a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he shows some confidence in her. And in the end, he's rewarded by that, even if the translation ends up being nothing but song lyrics. And that song, by the way, is a French song, La Mer, which of course means the ocean. And that was actually the original song upon which the Bobby Darren song, Beyond the Sea, was based. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the other way around, as a lot of people assume. And uh, the movie Shannon's referencing, of course, is Finding Nemo, which I, by the way, have never yeah. actually seen. Oh. Uh, You're not missing oh. scenes in that final montage. Uh, we see Boone looking at Said and Shannon, and he doesn't really look happy. I wonder when we're going to find out more about their past. I'd be pretty disappointed if that didn't happen fairly soon. That That's in my notes, actually, that we, we need to find out a little I bit more about I know what it that. is, just from looking stuff up. Don't look stuff up. Well, I needed it. <laughs> uh, and I really love the scenes between Rose and Charlie, too. Rose is blunt and direct and no-nonsense. She's and yet she's helpful and uplifting as well. And I think that uh, I really like that combination of traits a lot. I really feel like whenever Rose is on this show, I think those episodes are always the better for her being in them. Uh, all in all, I'd give this episode 142 out of 238 bank safety deposit boxes. Mm. As always, thank you, Namaste, and good luck. Namaste. Thank you very much, Michael. We always appreciate your insight. Anything from the chat room before we move mm. on, Amory? Angel says, I was wondering if the Lost Island was somewhere in the Devil's Sea, but probably not. The Devil's Sea. I don't know anything about the Devil's Sea. Why don't you look it up while I talk about my next point here? Watch while I Google things. No, you don't have to watch her. I'll just put it on me. Okay, so another question, and obviously Michael gave us some practical reasons, Mm -hmm. uh, but I I was wondering, you know, why why is the ocean getting closer? You know, one could assume that it's... Oh, it's the Pacific Bermuda Triangle. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That's the Devil's Sea. The Devil's Sea. Um, yeah, yeah, but uh, one could assume that uh, the ocean getting closer is a natural tidal shift brought on by the sun, the moon, uh, you know, underwater earthquakes, all that kind of stuff. But it seems way too convenient. Well, obviously, uh, there's, a, there's a more practical reason why it was happening. But I'm also wondering if maybe the island or the smoke monster or whatever is is trying to move the castaways further inland. That's what I was trap? thinking. Is That's it, what I instantly thought. It, it feels almost like, a, you know, the police tactic of, like, kettling like he's just trying to pull him in and i mean it's a big island but i mean just trying mm-hmm. to pull him in tighter and tighter and, and uh you know speaking of the monster mm-hmm. we haven't seen it since locks did no yeah so i you know the the fact that they name drop it a couple times in this episode makes me think uh we're probably going to get another appearance of the monster very fairly soon. soon yeah yeah it, it felt it felt very much like like uh they were setting it up that it's going to mm-hmm. happen which is good because the monster is a fun aspect of the show and i feel like some of the characters aren't feeling the danger from it no <laughs> because much it anymore. hasn't been around yeah they're like eh, whatever maybe yeah. that was a hallucination or something you know? right you know with the trees falling over no it feels like it feels like this episode was a a lot of setting up for things that are coming yeah, yeah um this was like a transition or some some sort of well after last week that's pretty common after last week's like major action-packed what the heck mm-hmm. uh episode uh you know to have kind of a kind of a 
building episode before we launch off into the next big thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the French scribbles. Yes. Okay. Shouldn't Saeed have at least been able to notice that it was the same thing over and over again, or something very similar over and over again? Mm-hmm. Like he's still reading it. Like, sure, you don't, you may not speak French or read yeah. French, but you're going to notice. Like you would notice if the same word was written over and over mm-hmm. or the same series of words. Maybe because it was a foreign language, he didn't even try. I mean, that's there, possible. I did get a little bit of he didn't even try. Yeah. He was like, oh, it's French. That girl speaks French because she deciphered, you know, the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't understand what Shannon's deal is. She was so resistant to help. And then she mm-hmm. does. Um, But then she like stomps off. Because he's not taking her seriously. And then she comes back when she does figure it out. Like, mm-hmm. And she's so like... She's the only one who speaks French on the island. She's so offended by by uh, her brother's accusations that she's being useless, which she is. She is. She was sunbathing. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, it, and then the second, you know, someone comes and says, hey, we have a really important job that only you can do. She um, tries to reject it. Yeah. You know, very frustrating that Shannon. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, let's see. Let's see. Were the lyrics of the song written over and over because it was something that she sang to her son? I could what, see that. That's what I was thinking. And maybe that was a way that she was teaching him mm-hmm. was writing them over and over again, just like just like you do when you're little and you're learning things. I could see, I, you know, I looked up the French lyrics in the translation and it, it's kind of the same sort of deal. But, uh, you know, I would imagine something, a song about somewhere beyond the sea would be pretty comforting to someone who is stuck on an island and has right. to spend all day looking at the sea w- wanting to go back home right it wasn't a lot of it like the sea of sparkling waters and stuff like that and i was just thinking like that's kind of like the waterfall they found in this episode very and, like, true there was probably bits of that song that sort of resonated through life on the island mm-hmm. that oh, I see I, anything from the chat room here oh there was a lot i have no idea what happened over okay. there they're still talking about the location and the devil or maybe he thought that they were just repeated notes and are just related to what they were noted next to that's fair that's very true because i mean math has a lot of repeaty kind of stuff like it does but sins and cross sins and signs sign not sin sins Sinead. Okay. Wow. Big question I have. Mm-hmm. What is Jack going to do with the guns? Because when they first landed on the I island, think about that. It, it was it was you know a big battle over the guns, and eventually Kate got it. But now he knows he can't trust her. He knows he can't trust Sawyer. He knows he can't trust because he botched the killing the right federal the marshal guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows he can't trust Saeed because he has this inclination to torture. Uh, so I'm wondering what's he going to do with them? Is he just like, He's going to give one to Hurley. <laughs> one to Jin would be actually really smart because he's going to know what to do with it. Yeah, but, I but mean, nobody Jack speaks. Does, Jack doesn't know that. No, obviously. Because Sun's still keeping it a secret that she can speak English. I know. The only person who knows is Michael. But now, a, a plot point we should mention. Yes. Now she's the only one besides Jack who knows, and Hurley, I guess, that knows that Kate's shady. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I'm thinking. Shady. I'm thinking that Jack's going to end up squirreling them away. Mm-hmm. And, and if so, I predict that he's going to be found out and yep. the group will resent him because they didn't have the guns when they needed them. Some Something's going to happen. Calamity is going to happen. People are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And a gun would have come in handy. Right. And Jack hid them and they didn't have them when they needed them. And it's going to build some resentment from the group towards Jack and maybe might knock him out of the leader position for a little bit. Uh, Michael says, oh, wow, I just realized why this episode is necessary to the season's plot. But I can't say why. Spoilers. 
I'm guessing it has something to do with the guns. I'm sure it has something to do with the guns. <laughs> but, you know, then again, we also had Locke with the knives, Angel points out. So very there true. is, you know, I, I will say, though, uh, Sawyer is very lucky the bullets didn't explode when he was throwing the case around and everything. I think it was the case is so hardcore. Yeah. Like, there's a reason it's mm-hmm. so hardcore. It's so that stuff like that doesn't happen. I guess. I suppose so. Yeah. Okay. Last but certainly not least. Did Kate and Sawyer ever tell anybody about the waterfall in the lagoon area that they so. found? It was a beautiful area. There were trees that actually had fruit on them, minus the dead bodies that need to be retrieved and buried. But <laughs> there was, you know, there was stuff nearby. It was a nice bathing hole at the very least. It would mm-hmm. be, you know, be like, alright, you know, I don't know, groups going to bathe instead of out to the ocean. Ocean, yeah. Because they're obviously not going to bathe in that little trickle that they have for their water. But then again, it's not very fresh water anymore with some corpses decomposing in it, you know. It's still... Those were some fake-looking corpses, oh, by the way. real fake-looking corpses. I could, g- give me, like, a, a, a department store mannequin and, yes. you know, a knife and no, it a, looked a like Sharpie. A, I could um, do better than that. No, it was, um, like, a high school haunted house. Mm-hmm. That's what those look like. Yeah. Oh, Angel in the chat room says they should give a gun to Jack. Should give a gun to Charlie so the precious baby can protect himself. <laughs> he wouldn't know what to do with it. Yeah, probably not. not probably not. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I'd imagine that 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 uh, setting will probably come into play later on. I hope so. It was, it was a nice little waterfall mm-hmm. for sure. It was beautiful. Okay, so now the time has come to judge the episode, Amory. The time has come. Okay, let's see. La, da, 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 da. Out of 100 unmarked bills in a Halliburton case, which is a round number, which I normally don't do for arbitrary scales, how many uh, unmarked bills in a Halliburton case would you give this episode? 74. Why? Meh. Meh. Yeah, I just didn't really feel... I wasn't... It was Kate. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel... She's she's dull. Mm -hmm. She's... She's just dull. The flashback was okay, I thought. The flashback was okay, but it, then it led to, like, blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm just over her. Yeah. And I want to know what's going on with Claire. I don't mm-hmm. really care about. I don't really care about Kate and why she's having issues or what have you. Like, this... Yeah, it was really other... interesting that nobody was really out looking for Claire. No! Yet. That's what I was just going to say. Like, and I just realized this is that if you take out the Rose and Charlie part, this episode could have happened anywhere. Mm-hmm. This episode didn't need to happen here um so other than you know the four minutes or whatever that we had rose and charlie mm-hmm. oh sorry <laughs> um you know this episode it almost was a standalone yeah i'm sure it was a setup for next week or something but it felt very standalone okay uh michael in the chat room gives it 42 Ooh. unmarked bills uh and, and also says the, the interesting thing about loss is that its main male lead and its main female lead are both the least interesting characters in the show yeah but i you know i'm, I'm gonna have to give it a similar rating to what michael did actually yeah. I, i'll give it i'll give it 50 which is another round number weird uh unmarked bills in the halliburton case because mm. it, it, it was just it was there i can see where points of it were probably necessary mm-hmm. i was really glad that jack uh finally saw through kate but mm-hmm. at the same time it's kind of meh it there, there was no big hook no it, it was all just yeah Locke's still working on getting that thing open and kate but we didn't get anything about that we don't know that they're still working on getting it open no they went they went out there with the axe yeah but who who's to say that's to get it open i would assume that that see i didn't actually assume oh, i really? kind of assume that they are already in and they're like doing stuff oh really yeah Okay. Which I guess we should have talked about that storyline, but it literally was three lines. Yeah, there, there, there wasn't much is. there. 
Okay, and over in the chat room, Angel gives it uh, 75 unmarked bills. Uh, she agrees with us. Uh, it wasn't the best. I'm not particularly interested in Kate. Also, there were these odd moments with the interaction between Sawyer and Kate about the case that strangely reminded me of a spy-like rom-com. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it, not the best episode. Not the best episode. We're going to soldier on. We are going to. We'll, we'll stick to it. But uh, And we, we hope you you join us there. Uh, again, keep a look out on our Twitter uh, for when we record next. I I think we're taking uh, in real time because we've released the podcast on a way, delayed, way schedule. delayed schedule. Uh, but for live viewers uh, and people who ch- check it out on the YouTube, I think we are going to be taking next week off just to kind of everything. Yeah, just to kind of take a breath and regroup and everything. Yes. But we'd love to hear your thoughts on our thoughts or on future episodes. <laughs> we want your thoughts on <laughs> exactly. Uh, but you, to send those in, you can email us we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. The Facebook is facebook.com slash we're so lost. The Twitter is at We're So Lost. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. I don't think it says We're So Lost on there, but we accept. But we are We're So Lost. Yeah, uh, 424-274-2352. Or you can comment on the YouTube videos, which... As Yo-Yo has done. Yeah, uh, YouTube user Yo-Yo has been doing a lot of commenting on uh, recent and past episodes of We're So Lost. And we'd like to feature some of them here tonight. Okay. Okay, uh, first off, uh, Yo-Yo really likes Michael's voice segments. He says, I love Michael's voice segment. I hope he continues to give his synopsis after every episode. That's the plan. Right. He's an official cr- contributor, yes. Yo-Yo. Um, okay, the next one was just catching up on this episode i think this was from episode five it was the charlie origin okay yeah um i only just realized the strawberry fields reference on charlie's tattoo thanks bill no problem and the word dream in the song strikes a particular chord with me as well it not as well and not being real um maybe they are all sleeping on the plane and this is one big long ass dream <laughs> um and at the end of the show we will see them wake up on the plane arriving at lax lol um, the other theory is maybe they are stuck in purgatory, the island, and once they fix their mistakes in the past, don't highlight while I'm reading, um, in the past, they will die on the island and go to the real afterlife. Hmm. Ooh, I love this episode. The supernatural vibe it gives off is totally up my street. I also like the episode numbers in season one. Ah, is it Harley and the Be- Wait special? Wait, wait, wait. Those are things that are not here. Hold on. I can't read that. We're not there yet. Um, don't forget there is six seasons, so they can't answer every question yeah they also says keep being lost a good show and stick with it even if it's hard yeah okay don't forget there are six seasons so they can't answer every question uh Uh, but the people making the show do say every question will be answered by the end a season one is more about setting it up and teasing you and leaving you wanting more okay a season three is when my favorite character in lost is introduced into the show so keep watching okay and then uh one more comment uh great show as always uh what are your plans when you have finished season one uh as of now go straight to season two yeah, uh, are you going to have a break or continue? It, there'll definitely be a break here shortly for as far as the live episodes because we'll be back mm-hmm. uh, covering Once Upon a Time in Gotham yes. uh, every week. Uh, by the way, the DVDs of Lost are jam-packed with so many extras and goodies that they are worth a look once you fin- have finished each, each season. Uh, if you love reading uh, and love Lost, try re- reading these Finding Lost franchise books by Nikki Stafford. Um, uh, they are really well written and give you the feel of what it was like at the time of Lost airing, all the speculation 
information, rumors, etc. Also, it is jam-packed with the little nuggets you might have missed along the way. Hmm. Uh, which, uh, yeah, definitely. I they uh, Yo-Yo provides an Amazon link here to the books, and we'll have those in our show notes as well. Finding Lost. We might have to check that out. Mm-hmm. But we can't yet. Definitely. But I thank you so much, Yo-Yo, again, for uh, su- submitting uh, s- some feedback for us. Yay, feedback! Yeah, if you want to submit feedback, email us, we're so lost podcast at gmail.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash we're so lost. Twitter is at we're so lost. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Um, Amory, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. And you can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. Uh, we want to thank our chatters. Uh, we love you, chatters so much uh for coming here and uh you know hanging out with us again uh we're we're not going to be recording a live episode next week if you're on the podcast you'll get one in two weeks like you always do yep uh but you know what if if you can't find an episode next week you're going to be just like us because you know we're We're so lost i wasn't ready for that time we're so lost we are so lost man